Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Moving Forward podcast. My name is Robbie, and I'm here with Andy Lemrock. Hello, Andy. Hey, Robbie. Great to be back. I think we skipped a week, and um, so it's nice. How have you been? Yes, we did. Yeah, I've been good. We skipped a week. You're right. Um, And, you know, it's one of those things where we're trying to align two different schedules together of two people that are at some times get busy. So it didn't work last week, but we're back and we're going to keep going with this. Um, Now, today we have an interesting topic. It's more in your your, uh, ballpark. It's about corporate sales. Um, And I really wanted to get to know a little bit of uh, I had a number of questions that I wanted to ask you, and I thought, what a better way of doing it than on a podcast where everybody else can listen and learn as well. So, sure. to begin, I think what I wanted to know uh, is the difference between corporate sales and normal sales, uh, if, if I might call it that. And for me personally, you know, when I start, started working with you, I remember you invited me to a meeting with a client, and during that whole conversation, I was just sitting there listening, and it was very fascinating that you never mentioned a product, you never mentioned a price. The conversation in general was about how can we help your organization do better? How can I make your job easier? And that was really fascinating. So tell us a little bit about what do you think is the difference between, um, I think to begin, between corporate sales and um, the type of sales that we have we know commercially um in different situations yeah sure look um you can go in many ways at the end of the day sales are sales and there's only one thing that matters to all sales is that people buy from people and so um the fundamental core of being in sales is because you love being with people and you love meeting people you love learning you have an inquisitive mind Mm -hmm. you're interested in um you know going somewhere with somebody right it's it's a journey and so as long as you have that it doesn't matter whether it's b2b b2c um or any of those other crazy acronyms uh, you you've still got to have that passion yeah and um and i think there there are times when sales just simply calls for you know here's my value proposition this is how much it is a month would you like that service because um a lot of customers uh, are in a position today to be able to self-educate. In fact, the customer is more in tune and more knowledgeable about your own products and services than probably what you are. Um, they really have this opportunity to research. So that means you don't need to sell them that. However, um, talk about products and services, that is. However, there are times when, you know, it is a straight transaction because um, it's an essential service. Um, if you think about if you buy your electricity, you know, gas, water, and these sorts of things, you do a little bit of research. It's a it's a binary transaction, right? Um, and so, for those organisations who are trying to uh, build uh, value into those binary transactions, yeah, it gravitates straight back to relationship. Are you engaged with the customer? Um, do your values um, transpire in some way to make them? gravitate towards your company uh, and and where your company's going, those sorts of things. So I think, um, you know, long way of saying it, sales is still people buying from people and have that inquisitive mind uh, and you'll, you'll thrive. And it's, I think you mentioned a great point there is that the client in these kind of scenarios, a lot of time is highly educated about your product. Um, and a lot of the people that will be making purchases from you in corporate sales are people who 
are not only qualified but all also their education is oriented about your product um, that's why they're in the position they are to make the decision on that and so really when you're doing sales in that situation you're selling how good the company you're working for can provide that product how good is um, you're selling the people that are going to be working with the customer um, and you're selling the qualifications and the experience of the company, which is quite fascinating. Um, another thing you touched on is the the relationship. And we know in corporate sales, it's more of a long-term um, relationship. Um, how? What I'm interested in, how do you manage such relationships? Is it something where you try to keep it professional? Do you try to... Um, become closer and have a stronger relationship with the customers? How do you manage that? Yeah, I think that's a super question. And I, and I, I, goes, I guess it goes to the ethos of um, work and life balance that people talk about a lot. I just believe in one thing, a life balance. And uh, whether I'm at home socializing or at work working, it's that balance. It's still life, right? And so therefore, the way I look at um, my relationships um, with customers, I actually see it as a partnership, and a partnership has to be two-way. And it, uh, you know, it's not just give, 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 or get, get, get. Right? It's it's two-way. It's how do you actually, um, if I can say this, you know, politically correct, you need to hold hands with the customer, and you need to go on the journey with them, and you need to challenge them. You need to. Uh, they they partner with you because you're challenging them to think about their business. You're challenging them to take two steps forward rather than just the one step. Um, and so, so therefore, when you start doing that, there are times when those partnerships do become a bit more personal, and you will find in your career that there'll be you might even create lifelong friendships um, uh, through this, and that's perfectly okay. And then there'll be times where you don't. Um, and so it's just about striking a balance that works. At the end of the day, it's still that customer interlock, that partnership, and um, that's important. If a social um, benefit comes out of the side of it, um, you know, friendship, family holidays, whatever it might be, that's great. You know, that, I think that's fantastic. We all have an opportunity to meet people. Yeah. Um, work is just another vehicle for that. And th this is where sales is really great is is the opportunity the social opportunity to meet a lot of people and get to know them uh, learn about them learn from them um, which is really what attracted me to working in 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 this field though at the same time it is um, I work in a more technological sales field which is also fascinating to be at the bleeding edge of technology and learning about that now you did you did mention a little bit about the uh, work-life balance Mm -hmm. What is it that someone should expect when entering a career in corporate sales? Do you think, you know, maybe at the first couple of years, it might, there might be um, the work-life balance is not going to be there because you're going to have to learn a lot um, and then things might even out? Or is it always a continuous learning experience where work is going to take over most of your life? <laughs> yeah. So first of all, I don't think you should let work take over your life. That's uh, that's just not healthy, right? But you should be able to find that life balance, um, and it's different for everybody, uh, and it's different for everybody at different stages of their life as well. Uh, our priorities change. You know, uh, we get married, we have children, um, 
or all those sorts of things or we uh, we decide that we're going to invest and take time out and uh, work in a not-for-profit or do something that's mm -hmm. you know for meaningful purpose outside of work etc so we all have these different elements in our life that allow us to get that balance so I'd say that first and foremost um, around those sorts of things but when you get an opportunity to uh, partner with somebody and you have that opportunity to do something really uh, truly wonderful with them um, be it uh, I, I don't know the opportunity to change the world to be a better place for example mm. is such a rare opportunity right but it's so, it's so big if you get that opportunity well you get motivated and you, and you chase it um, for some people they don't want to do that they're, they're just happy to to do a sale for example and yeah. just you know continue to have a great relationship and and see incremental change um, and incremental benefit. Those so are, I think it's up, it's up to I think it's up to the person to find that. Yeah, and that's really the difference here is that you have different people trying to do the work differently. So there are the people, and and we know a lot of people like this at where we work, where they just want to do the job, go home, um, and you know we notice corporates are kind of changing in the way that they are emphasizing and trying to help their employees more in the sense that you know you and I work for a company that encourages volunteering, and that is really. Um, a part where you're not really doing work, you're doing something for your personal life that is a, a, that's supported and somewhat related to your job. Um, and it's really fascinating to see that corporates at the same time are encouraging, um, you know, taking time off for your mental health. Um, we have a lot of programs to support uh, employees' mental health and uh, just trying and also learning. Um, a lot of programs to encourage employee learning and personal development. So this shift even in markets to understanding the importance of work-life balance is becoming part of corporations and the management. And it's moving in the right direction, in my opinion, uh, unless you just want to do your job and be left alone. Yeah, I think I might add to that in terms of I think as we go deeper and deeper into the fourth industrial revolution and things become more uh, you know, complete end-to-end -end digital and we're actually seeing the economies of scale associated with that and the and the power of that to create um, change, uplift, um, be it meaningful or not, um, it, it is quite amazing. And so I guess... I guess the the opportunities um, in the digital era now, uh, what I'm seeing is there is a strong pivot to partnership, deeper, deeper partnership, more meaningful partnership. Um, yeah. Customers, you know, teaming up together, uh, not just to to do a supply contract, but to do a supply and a and a leverage to create new market, uh, to respond to a new market that's evolving and they evolve very quickly these days. Yep. And, and so I th therefore I think, you know, in, from a corporate selling perspective, you know, that old runway of, you know, spend a couple of years getting to know somebody, breaking into an account, positioning a set of solutions, getting a three or five year contract uh, is pivoting and changing really quickly. Mm. Um, so. You know, if I'm a big organization, for example, I could I could go to my suppliers and partner with them to 
reach new markets or reach a customer base I can't touch before. But because they supply me, why can't they also be a conduit um, for access to market and things like that? Mm. So I think in the digital space, though, that's been accelerated, which means if you're making decisions about critical infrastructure and all those sorts of things today um, and you and you're not taking those two steps forward, uh, then by the time that con traditional contract would finish, you could be dead and gone. Mm. So in sales, it is in this corporate environment that's moving so fast, it is our responsibility to make sure our customers understand that the future is now. It's, you know, the doorstep is here. It's knocking on the door. Um, it's not three years away, okay? So there is a pivot there as well, and that makes it a little bit more complex, and, and it means that you need better, stronger partnerships, uh, better, deeper relationships. The notion, as I said at the beginning, people buy from people has never been so important. Great insight. And um, this really brings us to the end of this episode, Andy. Uh, thank you very much for joining me this week. This was episode 21 of the Moving Forward podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a great day. Thanks, Robbie.